And this akhirat is a reality, the questioning of the qabr, this is a reality, the accountability on the day of qiyamah, that's a reality. And Allah Ta'ala take us directly to jannat, jannat is a reality, and Allah forbid, jahannam is also a reality. So to make these realities very dominant in our hearts, alhamdulillah, every mu'min, every believer, believes in these things, but the extent of yaqeen and conviction that we should have in it is still somewhat lacking. We have to build this yaqeen further to the point that just as a person, he knows the harm of a live wire, so he never deliberately touches a live wire. He knows what is the harm that can come from a snake. So when he sees a snake, he then runs from there. So the same manner that when a person is confronted or rather tempted by sin, the yaqeen of the akhirat be so dominant in his heart that as he runs away from that snake, he runs away from sin. And as he voluntarily moves towards the pleasures of dunya. If he is hungry, he goes without anybody asking him to, or having to encourage him, he goes towards food. He sees some good food, he is already desiring it. So likewise, that desire for the akhirat, for jannat, should be dominant in our hearts. For that is this meditation on death, meditation on the hereafter, and Allah Taala has filled the Quran Sharif with this. The three themes that run across the Quran Sharif. One is the Tawheed and the oneness of Allah Taala. That to build this complete conviction and faith deep down in the heart that Allah alone is the Creator. Allah Taala alone is the Sustainer and Nourisher. Allah Taala alone grants everything to whoever He wishes. Children come from Allah Taala. Rizq comes from Allah Taala alone. Health from Allah Ta'ala alone. Cure from ailments from Allah Ta'ala alone. As Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, Allah Ta'ala gives us that detail of when he debated with his people. So he, these are the things he explained. That Allah Ta'ala is that being who feeds me, who gives me to drink. When I get sick, it's Allah alone that grants me shifa. It's Allah alone who will give me death and He will bring me alive again. And Allah is that being who I have hope in that He will forgive me on the day of judgment. So this complete conviction in the oneness of Allah Ta'ala. And submitting ourselves totally to Allah Ta'ala. 
And then the second theme that runs across the Quran Sharif is that of Risalat. That without following Rasulullah accepting him, believing in him and following him, one can never gain salvation and never gain success. The success of dunya and akhirat is dependent in following the footsteps of Rasulullah Without this, there is failure. So these are the two themes and together with this, throughout the Quran Sharif is the theme of Ma'ad, the hereafter. Tawheed, Risalat and Ma'ad. That this hereafter is a reality, it's coming. Life will come to an end. A person will have to stand on the day of Qiyamah and give an account for his deeds. So this repeatedly recurs in the Quran Sharif to bring this deep down in our hearts and minds that we live by this reality. So this is what this whole purpose of meditating on death is for, that to make this, make ourselves conscious of this. It's there, the belief is there, alhamdulillah, but we often just forget about it. Oh, in action, we continue as if we don't believe in a hereafter. We don't believe we will be accountable on the day of Qiyamah. So among the many, many places that the Qur'an Sharif deals with this, one is in Surah, surah Yasin. Surah Yasin is that Surah of the Qur'an Sharif, which has been described in the Hadith Sharif as Qalbul Qur'an. That this is the heart of the Qur'an Sharif. Just as this human body, the most important part of it is the heart. So this has been described as the heart of the Qur'an Sharif in the sense that the aspects discussed in Surah Yasin regarding the hereafter, etc. If a person truly brings this into his heart, then his spiritual heart will come alive and it will keep the entire spiritual person sustaining. Just as his physical heart keeps him physically going on. If that heart stops ticking, then the whole body will then stop. So likewise, the spiritual self, if the person takes these messages of Surah Yasin deep down in his heart, inshallah he will spiritually come alive. So this is the, some ayat of the Quran Sharif from Surah Yasin. Surah Yasin, according to one narration, the person who recites Surah Yasin, Allah Ta'ala fulfills his needs. Whatever need is recited for, Allah Ta'ala fulfills that need person recites it in the morning, Allah Ta'ala will keep him in his protection or keep him happy till the evening. And the same, all this requires that yaqeen and together with this, the benefit of this comes when a person together with doing what has been mentioned, he refrains from those things that block the benefit. Like a person, some medication, some tablet, it's claimed that if a person takes this, it will knock the cold out one day's time the cold will be gone. So a person is taking that tablet, those medications, whatever, one day, two days, five days are gone and that cold is increasing. His, that flu symptoms are just getting worse. So he says that this is a big lie, Nauzubillah. That this claim was that in one day's time this will all be gone. Five days and it's getting worse by the day. Somebody asks him then after a while discussing it, that, but how are you taking it? So he said, I'm taking it with ice cold water. So he's taking the tablets that have this claim, but he's taking it with ice cold water. He's taking it, one is to add water to ice, or rather add ice to water, he's adding water to ice and having it. 
So now this person can continue taking that medication for as long as he wants, but this will not help him because he is also simultaneously doing something which cancels all the benefit of this. And this will be something that he'll carry on doing, but he won't get the benefit. So likewise, all these promises that have been made are 100% certain. But the thing that blocks these benefits is the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. Sins. So when a person is doing whatever has been mentioned in the Quran Sharif, in the, in the Ahadith, the various virtues, but he is not giving up sin, then he himself has created the barrier. So that is the very crucial thing that a person gives up sin, gives up, gives up the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala, he's performing his salah regularly, he's fulfilling the other commands of deen, then inshallah he will see the reality of these things. So in any case, these ayat of the Quran Sharif that deal with one of the scenes of Akhirat, we will just go through some of these ayat. Allah Ta'ala says that regarding the day of Qiyamah, this commences with a discussion of how Qiyamah will start. وَنُفِخَ فِي السُورِ فَإِذَا هُمْ مِنَ الْأَجْدَاثِ إِلَىٰ رَبِّهِمْ يَنْسِلُونَ First, the trumpet will be blown and everything will be destroyed. Insan, every human being, every animal, everything will be, death will come upon it. And then there will be another time, after some time, that the trumpet will be blown again and everybody will be resurrected. All will come alive again. So this is the second blowing of the trumpet. And then further down, Allah Ta'ala says regarding this day of Qiyamah, فَالْيَوْمَ لَا تُظْلَمُ نَفْسٌ شَيْءُ وَلَا تُجْزَوْنَ إِلَّا مَا كُنْتُمْ تَعْمَنُونَ The day of Qiyamah has come. This is something to, from time to time, imagine ourselves on that plains of Qiyamah. The time has come and I am now already here. And I am going to be now taken to task for my deeds. This is something very, very effective to bring deeply in our hearts and minds. For example, there are many things mentioned about what will happen on the day of Qiyamah in the Ahadith. Many aspects mentioned about those who involve themselves in certain sins. What will be the outcome of this on the day of Qiyamah? For example, sometimes some youngsters come that I'm trying my best to give up all this music, but it's just like an impossibility for me. I just can't do it. So there's no such thing as an impossibility. It's just a matter of we have brought this upon ourselves and a person has weakened his ruh and has allowed his nafs to become a lion against him. So now he says it's an impossibility. There is nothing like impossible. Whatever Allah Ta'ala has commanded is never impossible. Allah Ta'ala has commanded something has to be done that is 100% possible. Allah Ta'ala has commanded something has to be left out it is 100% possible to leave it out. But insan will have to now, if he's weakened himself, he'll have to take the medication. He'll have to take the nourishment. He'll have to strengthen his soul again. When he strengthens his soul, weakens his nafs, then what he thought was impossible will become possible again. So now this, to make this possible, what, it's not impossible, but what is in his mind is impossible. So this is just one example. Now a person is battling with this. In the Hadith Sharif it is mentioned that the person who listens to music in this world, molten lead will be poured into his ears on the day of Qiyamah. 
Now imagine that scene that this situation, the day of Qiyamah has come and people are now already being meted out this punishment. Those who engage in this evil are all lined up. And now to imagine one at a time a person is being called and then he is being subjected to this punishment that that molten lead is being poured in his ear. And imagine the scene at that time. Something slightly hot we can't bear. Imagine molten lead being poured into that ear. So to imagine that scene, the person shrieking in pain and there's nobody to help him and what kind of situation is there. And then the next person and then the third person and now this line is moving, my turn is coming. Can we imagine that scene, a person who sits and meditates over this Inshallah, summa inshallah, he will get the courage to give up the sun. This is one example, like this many many aspects he needs to inquire, that what is the punishment that is mentioned for the various sins in the ahadith. And to bring himself already onto the day of Qiyamah, in his mind, in that meditation. And to see himself coming closer in that line for his turn coming up. And then, so to say, come back. Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala has still given me a chance to make tawbah. I still got life. And as long as there's life, then I've got a chance and an opportunity to make tawbah. So now to come back to reality, to come back to now, to the time that we are still, that's available in our hands, and to immediately make tawbah. To immediately beg Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness. In this way, all the various things that we are battling with, battling just for the sake of the word being available. Otherwise, we need to turn sincerely to Allah Ta'ala and take the courage and take the step forward. Person is battling with that music, so it's a necessary that he now gets rid of all that, deletes whatever is on his, whatever devices and so on. Then he undertakes these kind of steps to meditate upon the day of Qiyamah. And Allah Ta'ala will open the door for him. Somebody is involved, Allah forbid, in zina. Now to meditate what is going to be the reality on the day of Qiyamah. Rasulullah when he went on the occasion of Mi'raj and he was shown the various punishments that people were being meted out on the day of Qiyamah, will be meted out in Qiyamah. And he saw this huge furnace oven and in it were naked men and women and this flames would rise and it would then become intense and right up to the top and they would be shrieking in pain and then these flames would seem to now simmer down somewhat and then again the same thing would happen Nabi Islam then inquired from the angels that were taking him through that what is the meaning of this and he was informed that these are those people who were the idol, who were the adulterers of the dunya in another narration is mentioned he saw people that they are sitting, there's excellent good meat on one side and there's decaying and rotten flesh on the other side. And they're leaving what is the good and they're eating from this rotting flesh. Can you imagine that decaying, totally abhorrent, it might be, the stench might be overwhelming and they are consuming from this. Quite who are these? What, are, what is the meaning of this? says these are the people who left the halal that they were blessed with, the wives Allah Ta'ala blessed them with, 
and they were indulging in haram. The person Nabi Salaam saw who was swimming in a river of blood and as he comes to the bank with much difficulty and he's trying to get out of this and there's an angel on the bank with a huge boulder he throws it back at him and as a result this person finishes off back into the midst of this river of blood and now again with great difficulty he comes all the way to the bank and this carries on Nabi Salaam inquires what is this these are the people who consumed interest in the world. Person is, one cheek was being torn. First the right cheek is torn all the way to his ear. Can we imagine a sharp instrument being placed at the corner of the mouth and then the person's cheek is being torn all the way to the back. So what pain, how he must be shrieking. And then the next cheek is torn in that manner. By the time the first cheek comes back to normal, and the same punishment is recurring. Who are these people? What is the meaning of this? These are the people who used to lie in dunya. Lying became their way. Everything they would lie about. Now a person who is, so to say, in our words, battling with whatever sin it is. So now sit and meditate over this. This is the reality of Akhirat. And Allah forbid, if I don't make sincere tawbah now, if I don't turn to Allah Ta'ala now, I don't rectify my life now, and if life suddenly goes, my death comes, Allah forbid I could be in this line. I could also be facing this. So I need to sort my life out now. And Allah Ta'ala's mercy is forever waiting for the one who turns to Him. Allah Ta'ala's doors of rahmat are wide open. Allah Ta'ala's mercy is waiting to envelop anybody. But, the one who walks towards Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala's Rahmat comes running to him. So now we need to take that decision, these are the occasions, these are the nights, that we need to turn in all sincerity to Allah Ta'ala and make this firm pledge with Allah Ta'ala. Repent for the past, make sincere tawbah and make this firm pledge for the future. That inshallah, as of now, we will become the obedient servants of Allah Ta'ala. A person turns in sincerity to Allah Ta'ala, that few drops of repentance that he sheds, and Allah Ta'ala will wipe out the whole mountains of sins. In the Hadith Sharif it is mentioned that Allah Ta'ala says, that if you come to me with sincere repentance, you come with mountains of sins. But you come with sincere repentance, I will wash it out, I will just wipe it out, ubali. And it won't bother me in the least, but nothing affects me. That why one whole mountain of sin, this person just repented and the whole mountain of sin went away. Allah Ta'ala's grace is beyond our imagination. We need to turn to Allah Ta'ala, the doors of Rahmat are wide open. But we will deprive ourselves if we don't take the step. The procrastination will only bring us deprivation. There is no way that we can even leave it for tomorrow. Tomorrow is also far away. Allah knows best before tomorrow whether we are gone or not. So this is the opportunity that Allah has given us to turn sincerely to Allah, seek His forgiveness, give up all the vices that we may be involved in. Each one we can look deep down in our own hearts. We don't have to look at anybody else. We all have something that we have to turn back to Allah for and beg His forgiveness. We all have to rectify something or other in our lives. We turn to Allah Ta'ala 
and ask for ourselves, ask for our families, ask for the entire ummah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So in any case, Allah Ta'ala is referring to this. فَالْيَوْمَ لَا تُظْلَمُ نَفْسٌ شَيْءٌ وَلَا تُجْزَوْنَ إِلَّا مَا كُنْتُمْ تَعْمَلُونَ That on this day, the day of Qiyamah, nobody will be oppressed in any way. There will be complete justice. And a person will not be, there will not be any recompense except for that what he did. In other words, somebody did one thing wrong, he won't be punished for two things. There will be justice. Then Allah Ta'ala speaks about the people of Jannah. إِنَّ أَصْحَابَ الْجَنَّةِ الَّتِي إِنَّ أَصْحَابَ الْجَنَّةِ الْيَوْمَ فِي شُغُلٍ فَاكِهُونَ Allah Ta'ala is giving us the picture of Jannah also. That look, this little bit of mujahada in this world, this little bit of sacrifices, it's really very little. Out of the 24 hours of the day, Allah Ta'ala is 24 hours, as they say 24-7, and in that to every minute, every second, Allah Ta'ala's innumerable bounties we are enjoying. But out of the 24 hours that innumerable bounties we are enjoying every second, Allah Ta'ala said only five namaz first. Otherwise, if we think about it, we are enjoying Allah Ta'ala's ni'mats and bounties and innumerable bounties and countless benefits every second. It should have been, maybe that 50 salah should have remained in place. But Allah Ta'ala said only five first. Fasting one month in the year only. Zakat, 97.5% you keep. And fulfill whatever your needs are and the needs of your fellow brothers as well. Only 2.5% zakat. Hajj also only if the person has that ability, has that amount of wealth, then to once in a lifetime. And Allah Ta'ala says, but stay away from these sins. Now how difficult is deen? Deen is the easiest thing. But we make it difficult upon ourselves because we decide to rather obey nafs and shaitan. So that's where we make it difficult. So Allah Ta'ala is saying on the day of Qiyamah, now this little bit of sacrifice in dunya, and in lieu of that, is the everlasting Jannat. So in ashab al-Jannati al-Yawma fi shughulin faqihun, Allah Ta'ala says today, the people of Jannat will be enjoying themselves. They will have all the enjoyment and merrymaking. Hum wa azwajuhum fi zilalin ala al-ara'iki muttaki'oon. Them and their spouses, their spouses of Jannat and their spouses of dunya that passed away on Iman will all be under the shade of Allah Ta'ala's, under the shade and reclining on couches. Allah Ta'ala is giving us this picture of Jannat, the reality of it we can't imagine. This is something just to make us understand a little bit, but the reality is beyond the imagination of any human being. لَهُمْ فِيهَا فَاكِهَةٌ وَلَهُمْ مَا يَدَّعُونَ They will have all the fruit of Jannat. وَلَهُمْ مَا يَدَّعُونَ Allah Ta'ala summarizes the rest of it in one line or in few words. وَلَهُمْ مَا يَدَّعُونَ For them is whatever they ask for. In dunya a person asks for small small things too, he can't get it. And in Jannat, وَلَهُمْ مَا يَدَّعُونَ That whatever they ask for, whatever they call for, whatever they desire, Whatever the heart's desire, they will get. Then further Allah Ta'ala says, Salamun qawlam min Rabbir Rahim. That salam, the greeting from your most merciful Rabb. Can we imagine that ni'mat of Jannat as it's reported in Hadith Sharif? Where Allah Ta'ala himself will address the people of Jannat. Allah Ta'ala will say, Assalamu alaikum ya ahlal Jannah. 
that O oh people of Jannah, salam upon you. Subhanallah, if some senior person, some person we hold in high esteem, maybe somebody, the Imam of the Haram greeted him, he is super elated. And if somebody is salam, he gets any Muslim salam, Alhamdulillah, that's a big dua. Can we imagine Allah Ta'ala showering down his rahmat and Allah Ta'ala greeting the people of Jannat? Salamun alaykum ya ahl al-Jannah. This is what is being referred to in this ayat. Then the other picture is also put in front of us. This is the Quran Sharif that both pictures are painted for us side by side. That look, this is where you will come with a little bit of sacrifice, a little bit of effort. There isn't anything major. The only thing is just suppressing that nafs. The only thing is a little bit of just battling that shaitan, not giving in to his temptations, not allowing nafs to overwhelm one, and the battle is won. And then a person is on the road to Jannah. So all that is required is a little bit of mujahada against the nafs, but if a person doesn't take this on, and he decides to follow those temptations of nafs, he decides to obey shaitan, then on the day of Qiyamah, initially, when everybody is resurrected, all will be assembled together. The people of Jannat, who are going to Jannat, who are going to be destined for Jannat, those who are going to be going towards Jahannam, there won't be any distinction initially. All will be standing together, but then will be this announcement on the day of Qiyamah. This too is something from time to time, and this is Surah Yasin every morning to be recited, reciting it to ponder over these ayat. And sometimes to be sitting and thinking about this also. That is the day of Qiyamah, and now this announcement is being made. Announcement Allah Ta'ala speaks about, can we imagine that day when this announcement is made? Oh, you criminals, stand aside. Oh, you who had transgressed your souls in dunya. Oh, you who had been involved in the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala and didn't take any heed, didn't make tawbah, didn't turn to Allah Ta'ala in repentance. Now, you stand aside. You cannot be standing among the people of Jannah. And as a result, all those who have been now are going to be going to Jahannam because of their sins, because of their disbelief. Allah forbid that these people are the people now that will be then separated from the rest of the people. And then Allah Ta'ala will address them. Alam a'ahad ilaykum ya bani adama Allah ta'abudu shaitan. Innahu lakum aduun mubeen. That I have not taken this pledge from you that you will not obey shaitan. That, O oh, Bani Adam, the children of Adam salam, had this pledge not been taken from you, that you will not obey shaitan. What is this obedience of shaitan? That a person knows what Allah Ta'ala has commanded. He knows now it's the time of Fajr. The Muslim is calling Hayyal al-Salah, Hayyal al-Falah. But shaitan comes at that time, comes in the Hadith Sharif, when a person goes to sleep, then shaitan ties some knots behind his head and says, Urqud Laylan Taweel. And he taps him. That you have a long night, don't worry. You sleep past Fajr also. So now the person, it's time for Fajr, <coughs> but he is not responding to the call of Allah Ta'ala. This is, in a sense, 
the worship of shaitan. Not that this now is literally worshipping shaitan, but this is giving in to shaitan's dictates. So that's why it is described in that way. A person is following his haram desires against the command of Allah Ta'ala. In the Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala says that Have you seen that person who has made his desires his deity? He worships his desires. Nobody worships their desires literally. But the obedience to that desire, giving into that, has been expressed in these words in the Quran Sharif. So Allah Ta'ala says that, did I not take this covenant from you? You will not worship shaitan. Innahu lakum aduwum mubeen. He is an open enemy. And a person still associating with his open enemy, this is indeed very foolish. That an open enemy, Allah Ta'ala has already declared shaitan is an open enemy. And this was part of that covenant, that you will worship me alone. Allah Ta'ala says that this was the pledge I had taken from you. You will worship me alone. And this is the straight path, the path of the Qur'an Sharif, the path that Nabi Islam came and very clearly outlined the path, that this is the path of Jannat. But now you chose to leave this path and obey and worship shaitan. وَلَقَدْ أَضَلَّ مِنْكُمْ جِبِلًّا كَثِيرًا أَفَلَمْ تَكُونُوا تَعْقِلُونَ That from before shaitan had already deviated a lot of the creation of Allah Ta'ala. Have you not taken, do you, don't you have any intelligence to look at this and understand that what was the end result of the people of the past nations who followed in the footsteps of shaitan, how they got destroyed, how they were completely obliterated from the face of this earth and the punishments that came upon them and what's still to come for them in the akhirat. Have you not taken any lesson from all this? As a result now of having followed in the footsteps of shaitan, that here is the Jahannam that you were being warned about. On the one side, Allah Ta'ala already mentioned the people of Jannah, how they are enjoying themselves. For them is whatever they are asking for. But on the other side, that this is now the place of Jahannam. Now fall into this Jahannam. Enter it due to that which you were rejecting in dunya what you disbelieved in, and all the things that now lead a person towards Jahannam. Then further Allah Ta'ala says, الْيَوْمَ نَخْتِمُ عَلَىٰ أَفْوَاهِهِمْ وَتُكَلِّمُنَا أَيْدِيهِمْ وَتَشْهَدُ أَرْجُلُهُمْ بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْسِبُونَ That on this day, on the day of Qiyamah, first, people will be allowed to say what they want to say. And many will say things which were totally incorrect. They will make claims that, no, we were very good. But after now all the false claims were all done, Allah Ta'ala says, الْيَوْمَ نَخْتِمُ عَلَىٰ أَفْوَاهِهِمْ On this day we will now seal their mouths. And after having sealed their mouths, we will command all their limbs, وَتُكَلِّمُنَا أَيْدِيهِمْ Their hands will speak to us. That what does, did the hands do? The hand will now talk, that I was used for this and that, I was used to harm somebody, I was used to usurp somebody's wealth, I was used to hold those one-armed bandits in the casino, I was used to gamble, I was used to hold that intoxicant, all these things, whatever Allah forbid, that that hand did, that hand will speak. And their legs will testify about what they used to do. Their legs will testify 
that way this person made me walk to, which club I had to walk into, and which place I was taken to, and how I was taken far away from the masjid, and whatever else these legs did, they will testify on the day of Qiyamah. In another ayat, Allah Ta'ala says, that يَوْمَ تَشْهِدْ تَشْهَدُ عَلَيْهِمْ أَلْسِنَتُهُمْ وَأَيْدِيهِمْ Or rather in another ayat, that way, Allah Ta'ala says that their skins will bear testimony. And they will then protest against those skins. وَقَالُوا لِجُلُودِهِمْ لِمَ شَهِدْتُمْ عَلَيْنَا On the day of Qiyamah, the person's skin will testify against him. Now he'll protest against his own skin. That لِمَ شَهِدْتُمْ عَلَيْنَا Why did you bear testimony against me? I was doing everything for your fun. I was making you enjoy whatever it was. And now you're testifying against me? قَالُوا أَنْتَقَنَ اللَّهُ الَّذِي أَنْتَقَ كُلَّ شَيْءٍ The skin will speak. And see, Allah Ta'ala made us speak that Allah who made everything speak today. We also got no choice in the matter. We will have to say exactly what it is. So Allah Ta'ala is giving us this reminder. Allah Ta'ala further says, and this is something for us to regularly ponder about. وَلَوْ نَشَاءُ لَتَمَسْنَا عَلَىٰ أَعْيُنِهِمْ فَاسْتَبَقُوا الصِّرَاطَ فَأَنَّا يُبْصِرُونَ This is already the day of Qiyamah. Allah Ta'ala says, had we wished, وَلَوْ نَشَاءُ لَتَمَسْنَا عَلَىٰ أَعْيُنِهِمْ We would have obliterated their sights. In other words, in dunya, while they were watching that haram, Allah Ta'ala is saying, we had the full power. We had the complete control over everything and the full power in that instant we could have obliterated their sight, completely blinded them. Oh, one meaning of this is we could have caused their whole eyeball to come out. Now this Allah Ta'ala is saying that we have this kudrat, we could have done it, but this was our clemency, this was our tolerance, that we didn't do it. So now a person should sit and ponder over this. He should be meditating over this reality. That Allah Ta'ala has this qudrat. Am I so heedless that I can just, without any consideration of the realities, without any fear, just continue watching whatever I want, looking at anything and everything. Allah Ta'ala is saying, وَلَوْ نَشَاءُ لَتَمَسْنَا عَلَىٰ أَعْيُنِهِمْ فَاسْتَبَقُوا الصِّرَاتِ Then they would run to find the road. But فَأَنَّا يُبْسِرُونَ person who has been blinded, where he is going to see where he is going. What a situation he would be in. Allah Ta'ala world, he could have do that, done that. But it's Allah Ta'ala's clemency. It is his respite that he gives a person that they will come back. وَلَوْ نَشَاءُ لَمَسَخْنَاهُمْ عَلَىٰ مَكَانَتِهِمْ Allah Ta'ala says, had we wished, we, would, could have, we could have transformed them on the spot. We could have completely transformed their figures. Like in the Bani Israel, they were those people who because of their disobedience to Allah Ta'ala, the command that they were given not to fish on the Sabbath, and then how they played monkey tricks with Allah Ta'ala. The result of that, Allah Ta'ala turned them, completely transformed them, transfigured them into apes and swine. So Allah Ta'ala did this. And it comes in the Hadith Sharif that a time will come before Qiyamah. That people will spend the time, the night, merry-making in dancing and singing and in music. And in the morning when they would wake up, this would be close to Qiyamah, that such people will also, it will happen, that because of the, just the blatant disobedience of Allah Ta'ala, despite having been warned, etc., encouraged, 
by the people whoever would be present at the time, but they would be totally heedless. And they would spend their night in dancing and singing and music. They would wake up in the morning as apes and swines. So Allah Ta'ala is saying, وَلَوْ نَشَاءُ لَمَسَقْنَاهُمْ عَلَى مَكَانَتِهِمْ Had we wished that person who was involved in that haram, we could have transformed him and transfigured him in that very condition. But, <coughs> this was the respite Allah Ta'ala gives. Allah Ta'ala didn't do that. فَمَسْتَطَاعُوا مُضِيَّوا وَلَا يَرْجِعُونَ and had that happened, then they would have had no chance left. But Allah Ta'ala has given us all these chances. These Mubarak nights are with us. This is a chance. This is a time that we have to sincerely turn to Allah Ta'ala. Beg His forgiveness. Beg His help. Make a firm decision in our lives. Whatever has passed, Allah Ta'ala's mercy is all encompassing. A person sheds some tears of remorse. He regrets whatever happened begs for forgiveness and the very important part of the Tawbah is that he sincerely makes a firm pledge with Allah Ta'ala not to go back to those sins in the future. That is his pledge, part of his pledge. What happens in the future, he doesn't have control over it now. That is not something that he should get too deep into now. He must be sincere in his pledge with Allah Ta'ala that this is now Something I have totally left out of my life. I will not go back to this again. And then, he now with this firm pledge, he now moves forward in a positive manner, adopting the correct procedures. Part of adopting the correct procedures is that he adopts the correct company, which is the most vital thing for a person's progress. If he is going to be in conducive company, then that company will become a very positive uh, imp- have a positive impact on him and he'll find inshallah with ease and comfort he'll be able to continue going forward and progressing and if he joins the incorrect company then Allah forbid let alone whatever he had been involved in he'll get caught up in worse also so these are the occasions Allah Ta'ala has given us this is a chance and opportunity Allah Ta'ala gave us there were many people present just before Ramadan maybe some in the beginning of Ramadan but they're not around today we have no idea whether we'll be around tomorrow. Tomorrow is also far away. We might be gone before that. Whatever moment Allah Ta'ala has given us, this is the moment to now truly appreciate, to beg Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness, beg His help, and sincerely turn to Him, and make this firm decision for the way forward. That now we want to live our life in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. So therefore we will now keep in the environments that are conducive for that. We will keep ourselves in those environments where Allah Ta'ala is being, the name of Allah Ta'ala is being taken. The environments of zikr, the environments of tilawat, the environments where iman is being regenerated. Go out in the path of Allah Ta'ala. We join the Ahlullah. We keep in environments of deen. We join the talim in the masjid. All the other various efforts of deen that help to keep this momentum growing. This is what we have to now focus ourselves towards. And Allah Ta'ala out of His grace and mercy will make things easy for us and take us forward. Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala give us the tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'awana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. We'll make dua for a few minutes and then we'll have the break inshallah. Allahumma lakal hamd. Allahumma lakal hamd. 
اللهم لك الحمد كما ينبغي لجلال وجهك وعظيم سلطانك جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهله يا رب صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا ظلمنا انفسنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا اله الا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسالك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمه من كل بر والسلامه من كل اثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذما الا غفرته ولا هم الا فرجته ولا حاجه هي لك رضا الا قضيتها ويسرتها يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا اكرم الاكرمين يا راحم المساكين يا ارحم الراحمين اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل اخرتنا خيرا من الاولى اللهم ثبتنا على الايمان وامتنا على الايمان واحشرنا يوم القيامه مع الايمان اللهم آتي نفوسنا تقواها وزكها انت خير من زكاها انت وليها ومولاها اللهم اهدنا لاحسن الاخلاق لا يهدي لاحسنها الا انت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها الا انت اله العالمين يا الله او موس مرسيفول الله موس غريشيس الله موس كايند الله موس لافينج الله اله العالمين يا الله الله وي اكنوليج اول ذا رونجز وي هاف دن يا الله انديد وي ار يور موس سينفول سيرفنتس يا الله الله العالمين وي هاف ترانسجريسد اور سولز يا الله وي هاف اوبريسد اور سيلز يا الله الله العالمين وي بليتنتلي ديد اول ذات يو هاد فوربيدن اس فروم يا الله الله وي ار نوت كونسيرن اباوت ذات يو ار واتشينج يا الله وي ار نوت كونسيرن ذات يو هاف كومبليت كنترول اوفر اس يا الله وي ار نوت كونسيرن ذات يو هاف كومبليت قدره اوفر اس يا الله الله يو ار ريسبيت ان كليمنسي وي مست توك از اور لايسنس تو دو وات وي وانتد يا الله الله العالمين يا الله whatever we did يا الله we acknowledge يا الله الله this was our foolishness يا الله الله this was our utter foolishness يا الله يا الله today we are regretting it يا الله we are sincerely repenting يا الله we are sincerely begging your forgiveness يا الله الله forgive all our sins يا الله forgive all our major and minor sins يا الله forgive the sins of the day and night يا الله forgive the sins we did deliberately and mistakenly يا الله الله forgive everything that we have done in the past يا الله Allah, we are making a firm pledge not to go back to it, Ya Allah. Allah, we are making tawbah from all the haram, Ya Allah. We are making tawbah from all the vices, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, Ya Allah. You protect us from the future, in the future, Ya Allah. You safeguard us, Ya Allah. Keep us in your protection, Ya Allah. Allah, put the hatred of all this filth in our hearts, Ya Allah. Allah, you protect us and safeguard us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, accept our tawbah, Ya Allah. Accept our tawbah, Ya Allah. Accept our tawbah, Ya Allah. Allah, you keep us steadfast on this tawbah, Ya Allah. Allah, you forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive our families, Ya Allah. Forgive our friends and relatives, Ya Allah. Forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ya Allah, forgive the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, show your rahmat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Show your maghfirat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Remove the suffering of the ummah, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whatever is happening throughout the world, Ya Allah, the hardships that are being faced by others, Ya Allah. We acknowledge this is the effect of our sins, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us and forgive the ummah, Ya Allah. Give us and the entire ummah the tawfiq of those amal that bring down your rahmat, Ya Allah. Save us and the entire ummah from that which bring down azab, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alamin, make us your true and obedient servants, Ya Allah. And all your ni'mats you have blessed us with, Ya Allah. We have been so ungrateful, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we ate the food you gave us. 
Allah, the nourishment you granted us, the strength you blessed us with, Allah, we used all this against your commands, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we used it to break your commands, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, if we didn't get food to eat for a few days, we'll get blinded, Ya Allah. You blessed us with food to eat, Ya Allah. We had strength in our eyes, Ya Allah. Our eyes could see comfortably, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we used this great ni'mat to look at haram, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we used it to abuse it, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, we shamelessly looked at what you had forbidden, Ya Allah. And we did not realize and consider, and we did not think and be conscious at that time, that you can snatch our sight away, Ya Allah. That you can blind us on the spot, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we totally ignored that reality, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, but you were so tolerant, Ya Allah. You were so merciful, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you did not blind us in that moment, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we listened to all that you forbade us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we used this tongue, what a great na'mat you blessed us with, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, had this na'mat been snatched away from us, Ya Allah, what a difficult life we would have had, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you allowed us to continue talking, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you, didn't, you did not make us dumb, Ya Allah. When we were making ghibat, Ya Allah. We were talking obscenities, Ya Allah. When this tongue, this great na'mat of yours was talking vulgar things, Ya Allah. But it was now talking all kinds of evil talk, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you did not make us dumb at that time, Ya Allah. This was only your grace, Ya Allah. This was only your mercy, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, in this way we misused all your bounties, Ya Allah. All your na'mat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, this heart, Ya Allah. What a great bounty and na'mat you blessed us with, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all the filth of the world, we made this heart the flushing system of it, Ya Allah. Like the toilet flushes all the filth of it, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we made this heart the flushing system of the filth of the world, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, what a great injustice we've done to ourselves, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, but tonight we are sincerely repenting, Ya Allah. Tonight we are regretting what we have done, Ya Allah. Tonight we are asking for your forgiveness, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you shower down your rahmat, Ya Allah. You shower down your maghfirat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you purify us, Ya Allah. Purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your muhabbat, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your love, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your zikr and remembrance, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill our hearts with the love of deen, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with the love of the Qur'an Sharif, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, enable us to use this heart to meditate on what, Ya Allah, on the greatness, on your greatness, Ya Allah. To meditate on your Qudrat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, to meditate on Jannat, Ya Allah. To meditate on the reality of Akhirat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, to meditate on the reality of death, Ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, enable us to use this, this heart, Ya Allah, to think and to ponder and to meditate on that which will bring us closer to you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from using this heart to become the flushing system of the world, Ya Allah. Allahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you purify this heart from all the evil qualities, Ya Allah. Remove the pride from this heart, Ya Allah. Remove the arrogance and malice, Ya Allah. Remove the jealousy and hatred, Ya Allah. Remove the miserliness, Ya Allah. Remove the love of dunya, Ya Allah. Remove the love of the ego, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, remove all the evils, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, fill this heart with all the noble qualities, Ya Allah. Grant us the reality of tawazu, Ya Allah. The reality of humility put in our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give us the reality of taqwa, Ya Allah. Give us taqwa, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with taqwa, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us tawakkul and trust in you, Ya Allah. Grant us yaqeen in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Grant us yaqeen in your promises, Ya Allah. Grant us yaqeen in the Qur'an Sharif, Ya Allah. Grant us yaqeen in the words of your beloved Rasul, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, give us firm and complete conviction, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with all the good qualities, Ya Allah. Bless us with forgiveness, Ya Allah. With compassion and kindness, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Ya Allah. Purify our 
eyes, Ya Allah. Enable his eyes to be looking daily at the pages of the Quran Sharif, Ya Allah. Enable his eyes to be looking at our parents with love and mercy, Ya Allah. Enable his eyes to use, to, Ya Allah, help us to go to the masjid, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, enable his feet to walk towards your house, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save his feet from ever walking to the clubs, Ya Allah. Save his feet from ever walking to the dancing dens, Ya Allah. Save his feet from ever walking towards the vice dens, Ya Allah. Towards the gambling dens, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Save us from all these evil places, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Grant us death on Iman, Ya Allah. Grant us death on perfect Iman, Ya Allah. Save us from death in a condition of sin, Ya Allah. Save us from death in a place of sin, Ya Allah. Save us from ever going towards these places of sin, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us death at a time that you are pleased with us. And we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Grant us death on complete and perfect Iman, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all those who have passed away, make their complete maqsirat, Ya Allah. Grant them the high stages in the akhirat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all those who are sick, give them complete shifa and afiyat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those in any kind of difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Remove all their hardships and difficulties, Ya Allah. Grant us cure from our spiritual ailments, Ya Allah. Grant us cure from our physical ailments, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, accept one and all, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, accept one and all, Ya Allah. Make us your true servants, Ya Allah. Make us your obedient servants, Ya Allah. Make us your loyal servants, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from the, Ya Allah, from the worship of nafs and shaitan, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, make us worship you alone in every sense of the word, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from worshipping our desires, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all those who have, Ya Allah, who have been in Atikaf in this Mubarak month, Ya Allah. Throughout the world where the Atikaf has been taking place, Ya Allah. Accept it out of your grace and mercy, Ya Allah. Make it a means of our complete hidayat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, accept all the amal that were done in this Mubarak month of Ramadan, Ya Allah. Accept each one's fast, Ya Allah. Accept the Tarawih Salah, Ya Allah. Accept all the amal that were done, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Out of your grace and mercy, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, keep us steadfast on deen and iman, Ya Allah. Keep us steadfast on complete deen and Islam, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, after the month of Ramadan also, Ilahul Alameen, enable us to perform all our five times Salah with Jama'ah, Ya Allah. Enable us to perform every Salah with takbir ula Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Enable us to stay away from every haram, Ya Allah. Enable us to recite the Quran Sharif daily, Ya Allah. Enable us to remember you every day, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, enable us to remember you every moment of our lives, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. All the good that Rasulullah begged for, Ya Allah, we also begging for all that good. Whatever Rasulullah sought refuge from, Ya Allah, we also seeking refuge, Ya Allah. Allahumina nasaluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa na'udhu bika min shari musta'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balaag. Wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al-ali al-azim. جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وأصحابه المعين والحمد لله رب